Picture this, 2016, a cold and snowy night, and you have two front row tickets to Michael Buble at your local amphitheater. <laughs> and you and your mother go to this miraculous Christmas miracle that you plan to spend. Just bonding time, you know, mother-child bonding moment. And you're about halfway through the show, and, you're, and Michael Buble finally comes on. Psych! It's a land shark boule, and it eats the fucking crowd. Welcome to the podcast. We're talking to land sharks today, boys. How are we all doing today? Hell yes. Um, that is absolutely in much the better intro. now. So yeah, that that I'm awake now. So hey everyone, and welcome back to Survival Check, your unofficial guide to the fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons Monster Manual. Uh, like always, my name is Zach, and tonight with me as we jump. The metaphorical boule is Tevis, Shane, and Anderson, and that was an absolutely perfect. Dude, you're just gonna—I'm just gonna start making you do the introductions because they're always so good, just so fantastic. <laughs> I'll take on that responsibility. Hell yeah! Uh, but yeah, so tonight we are talking about the boule, the French bullet, the land shark, the street shark, the 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 the, the strange <laughs> creature that is the boule. It's this. It's 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 a it's strange, but it's sweet and awesome and unique and cool. But it's it's strange. Um, I'm actually listening to the Street Sharks theme song right now. <laughs> hell yeah! Everyone, go watch all the episodes of Street Sharks to prepare for this episode. Um, and if you don't know what Street Sharks are, pause the episode. Go get Google cultured, what Street kid. Sharks are. Get kid cultured first. Jesus. Of all. <laughs> But go look at what Street Sharks are. They are a cool 90s animated TV show, or maybe late 80s, where there's just humanoid sharks that are rad with and do kickflips on skateboards. Yeah, they're and drink sick, dude. Mountain Dew. And <laughs> this was dated 1994. They're what? extreme. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we are talking the land shark, the boule. They're, those names are pretty much interchangeable. Every edition calls them the land shark or the boule. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about it. Has anyone used or ran one or <laughs> seen one before tonight's episode? I've seen street sharks. Street sharks! <laughs> I've never, <laughs> never even heard of street sharks until before you said something. Uh... I, I, no, I I'm gonna release my inner nerd, and I think yes, in like episode four or five of Critical Role Campaign One is the only time I've ever seen one. Damn. I I think that's a boo. Oh. I could be wrong though. I think so time. too. I remember that. Yeah, it's been so is long. It, uh, this iron beast comes out of the ground and like eats. Scanlan, I think, <laughs> or like tries. <laughs> that sounds to. like a boule. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I have not run them or used them either. Just because I think I've always looked at them and just been like, "Where, <laughs> where do they go? Where? <laughs> they go in 1994. Where like, do e. they fit? What are they?" But now after learning about the history, Three. I'm like, hell, "Hell yeah!" So, um, let's let's. So last episode when we talked about the bugbears, we talked about their origin and history first, and I th- I liked that. And then going into the D&D history. So we're going to do that again this time. So as the boogeyman, well, as the bugbears were the boogeyman, the boule also has some very strange real world origins. I will be so surprised if you guys can guess where a boule comes from. The imagination. Um, 
Mm, I mean, technically. Okay. I want to I just want to ask like one question to get yeah. this these creative juices flowing and feel free to deny answering this question at all. But does the the origin of the boule is it older than 300 years? No. No. I mean, okay. maybe technically, but no. Not really. Not in so, a modern So context. like kind of like right on that cusp. Uh, I'd say the last hundred years is when it last hundred years. Okay. Okay. Is it, is it just like a a mole mixed with a shark? <laughs> no, it's two animals, which we'll talk about. It is two animals combined, and it's been two animals combined. Crabboids um, and worms. Is it a tremor? It's a it's a tremor. I will say It is based off a movie <laughs> genre or a movie trope. Okay. Specif- specifically Sand in Southeast worm. Asia. Southeast Asia? Japan and Hong Kong more specifically. Oh, is it? Uh, what are the uh, multiple breeds of Godzilla? It's like the, Godzilla it's a, the... Is it a kaiju? It is a kaiju. It is a kaiju. So before we start, let me read this. We um, thanks for the tip, we Shane. Got there. Yeah, we we got there. You guys got Team there. Work. Good job. <laughs> um, but this is a quote by Tim Cask, who was one of the original D and D playtesters and one of the first employees to work for Gary Gygax. Um, and this is on the origins of the boule. So this is the quote: There once was an unknown com- company in Hong Kong that made a bag of weird animal things that were then sold in what were once called dime stores or variety stores for like 99 cents. I know of four other very early monsters based on these silly plastic figures. The one that I chose was known in the Greyhawk campaign as the bullet for its shape, but only, but had only amorphous stats and abilities not being developed. Gary told me to take it home, study it, and decide what it was and what it could do. He wouldn't tell me what it did in Greyhawk, so I took it home, Frenchified the name, made it bigger in scale, and made up the rest of the stuff. So <laughs> the bag of plastic toys he's talking about are like you could buy like bags of like Ultraman. If you, people aren't familiar with Ultraman, he was like one of the original Japanese TV shows that had a bunch of kaiju in it, um, with a bunch of different strange looking creatures and all that stuff and i'm gonna send you guys the actual toy that the boule boule is based off and i do love that it he literally just says that the name was bullet and then he just needed a name for it so he just frenchified it frenchified it and made it boule and made it bigger yeah so that is okay that 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 like (laughs) Image name was so concerning <laughs> wow. when it initially popped up. Oh, I don't even want to know what it was. Oh, That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Let me look at this. Looks what like a bullet. God's green earth. Um, and the best part is the bullet wasn't the only boule wasn't the only creature to come from that ninety nine cent bag of random creatures. That's also where we get the rust monster and the owl bear. <laughs> the oh. owl bear. The owl bear. So wow. these very iconic monsters come from a 99 cent bag of toys, which is Amazing. great and fantastic. So yeah, um, the bule is based off of the monsters that Godzilla would fight, the kaiju, the things that Ultraman would fight. Um, also the Umber, Umber Hulk too. So and if 
Rust Monster kind of is like that, that beetle-looking creature, the Umber Hulk. No, the Umber Hulk is a beast-looking creature. Um, the Owl Bear is also a very kaiju-looking creature, and same with the Rust Monster. They're all very... I I would say the Umber Hulk definitely has kaiju vibes. Right? Like, it looks like it should just be in a fight with Ultraman right now. Um, I like that 5e seems to have kept a handful of, at least in terms of aesthetics, from the original, like, toy. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the first edition, Um, if you do uh, want to look up this image, just type in Boule, um plastic figure, it should pop up, or even the Boule, uh Advanced Dungeons & Dragons or original Dungeons & Dragons, because the artwork for the creature then are, are very similar to the toy. It's almost... A, like one for one interpretation of the toy um it's it's fantastic it's amazing so yeah that is the origin of it it is a kaiju it is a plastic toy that was given to someone working for gary gygax and he took it and made this miraculous crazy monster with it which is cool i like it i, I like i like the design process there mm-hmm. um so that is the real world world origins, and now let's talk about how we this thing has been interpreted interpreted throughout Dungeons and Dragons history. So the Boule actually is one of the older monsters we've we're going to talk about. We've talked about in the monster manual so far, and probably going forward because it appears in Dragon Magazine number one. Mm-hmm. So that's oh. like nineteen seventy six. The first one. That's the first one. That's, that's the first early. Dragon Magazine. <laughs> it's the first Dragon Magazine, and it appeared in Greyhawk, so that's original Dungeons & Dragons. So this was a very early monster, OG, like the Bugbear, and um, I want to think uh, the Aarakocra. Um, so it's, Aarakocra. It's, it is very, it is, it's been here the entire time, and it's not really changed since its first first appearance so i asked this before the show and i'm gonna ask this again the boule is a cross between two animals which two animals are it i got my i have two answers i have a forefront answer and a backup answer because one's really specific and the backup is uh probably the right choice but i'm sticking with my very specific answer go for it i'm saying it is a shark pangolin combo <laughs> that would make sense but okay no the pangolin is close it has a so so then animal... shark armadillo the armadillo is right the shark is not which you would armadillo be like Lion... and uh, it's gonna <laughs> land shark i know it is but it's not a shark it's, it's an armadillo it's something it is something that you could find in our in the midwest what, a wolverine? Grab- it's a turtle. <laughs> wolverine um, is part of the boule nature, but that's not till later. Um, it's a reptile. A snake. Uh, a turtle. Yeah. I said, yes. A, a, a turtle. A, a snapping turtle. turtle. Snapping turtle. Oh I said turtur. Joe, I did not hear you say turtur. <laughs> um, it is a snapping. So in first edition, we get the boule, and then in the description, it is. A cross between a snapping turtle and an armadillo that a wizard made long ago. <laughs> okay. I don't want to play this game anymore. I guess if I'm sitting with you guys, right? I'm sitting with right. all of you in someone's basement, and we're trying to fucking design a game, right? Yeah. And one of you pulls out a bag of toys. 
and you pull that thing out and you set it on the desk. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I would say that. That's a that's an armadillo turtle made by a wizard. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what we would have been doing in the basement before then, but yeah, it's definitely <laughs> something that would come up eventually. Yeah, if that's the toy getting slammed on the desk. <laughs> This all makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> in first edition, we get... Yeah, this... And uh, this is remains the entire time. It still says in fifth edition that it is a cross between a snapping turtle and an armadillo um, that a I wizard made. Um, and then another really fun thing... So, in the first edition, we also get that it has burrow speed. It's really strong. It's big. It um can does a lot of damage, all that fun stuff. Um, But we also get its main food source... <laughs> I kind of want me to have you guys guess on this one too. Adventurers, <laughs> a very specific type of adventurer. PC adventurers. No, that's funny. That's imagine, funny though. imagine uh, a very spe- like race. A race. Wise? A race. No dwarves. Close. Halflings. Yes, these things. So it was in episode four, Critical Role, and it tried eating Scanlan. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes, their main food source was horses and halflings. Oh my That's, god! It That's actually incredible. said that there is no better joy for a boule <laughs> than chasing a halfling through a field. It's actual oh, flavor that's text. Great imagery right there. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so that's. That's original DD first edition. Second edition, everything still seems the same. Um, we add some caveats to that. These things only live to eat. Um, and as Tevis said, a Wolverine, they have the temperament of a Wolverine. So we have a snapping turtle armadillo created by a wizard that likes to eat halflings who has the temperament of a Wolverine. Yikes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it also says That's nothing good. is safe from it. A perfect storm. And as it goes through the forest, trees fall because this thing is huge. Uh, third edition, again, not much changes, except it adds on that their stomach acids can dissolve clothing, weapons, armor, and even magic items. So, oh, that's really impressive. And we also get a throwback to eating halflings in third edition. <laughs> Brings it up again specifically. <laughs> um, nice. And then in fourth edition, in true fourth edition, um, we, for true fourth edition, Fourth edition this, we get a bunch of boules. We get the regular boule, we get the dire boule, which is like a 10 higher CR boule, which is just bigger and stronger. We get a ah, deep boule, yes. which is like an ancient boule, like hidden way under Ooh. the earth. Um, we get a scarred boule, which is like a battled boule. We get a young boule. Um, we got all the Michael boules. It's a boule Christmas special in fourth edition. <laughs> um, got the full album. Got the full album on that one. And then we get to 5th edition. And like I said, these things don't change. But I mean, don't change perfection, I guess. Um, so right. in the 5th edition, we have page 34 is the boule. Um, and again, I'm calling it the boule because there's not really an official pronunciation of this mm-hmm. monster. But like the person who created it said he just took bullet and made it French. So I'm just guessing it's boule. <laughs> That's um, all right. Boulette. I guess. I mean, Boulette. I think it's Boulette. Boulette. Yeah, Boulette. Boulette. Maybe it's Bullet. Have fun with it, dear listener. Have fun. French words. Yeah, don't don't, don't (laughs) worry about it. Don't worry about it. 
We're not the smartest um, bunch. It's also a land shark. Yeah, we're excited that it's an armadillo snapping turtle. So no, I mean... I'm literally scribbling out, scribbling out fucking land shark out of my goddamn monster manual because it's not a cross of a shark. <laughs> That's fair. A land snapping turtle. Um, but yeah, page thirty-four, we get it's stat block and it's information so it says Apule is a ma massive predator that terrorizes any land and inhabitants that's always been there it is called a land shark but as we found not a shark um, it. <clears throat> it leaves only to feed uh, Apule is fear no other creature and they attack with no regard for superior numbers or strength there kaiju. goes their yeah kaiju <laughs> self preservation gone again no no much these things do they speak common oh, hold on. They, they don't know no, i'm reading the stat block right now and i'm i'm so excited yeah so um we also get other underground hunters they use their claws to burrow they uproot trees cause landslides and loose slopes leave sinkholes um when vibrations in the soil when vibrations on soil and rock alert a boule into movement, it shoots to the surface. Its jaws spread wide as it attacks. Oh. So it's the Jaws poster. Yes. <laughs> Just oh. um, we also, they're wandering monsters, so ha, they can go anywhere. Oh so, my man. god, this is amazing. I love this creature. And again, going all the way for first edition, a boule loves halfling meat the most and is never happier than when chasing plump halflings across an open field. Lump. <laughs> Lump. Lump. Watch out, Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, well, yeah, he watch. ain't plump. Yes. <laughs> if the Lord of the Rings had a boule, it would be much shorter. <laughs> they, they would have never left. There would be... A, <laughs> there would just be no hobbits. Um, <laughs> um, it says that they have no lair, uh, but Rome's a hunting territory up to 30 miles wide, and these things are fast. Um... These creatures often home in on humanoid settlements, terrorizing them until their panic residents have fled or until the boule is slayed, slain. So, kaiju. It's Godzilla attacking Tokyo, but oh a boule attacking God. a halfling city. <laughs> um, all creatures shun them. Um, and then the last thing is arcane creation. Some sages believe that the boule is the result of a mad wizard's experiments at crossbreeding snapping turtles and armadillos with infusions of demon ichor. Oh my. Jesus. Boulets have been thought to be extinct at different times, but after years without a sighting, the creatures <laughs> inevitably re re uh, reappear because their young are almost never seen. Some sages sus sus suspect that boulets maintain secret nesting grounds from which adults strike out into the world. So that is the boulet, everyone. So that that is their lore they don't change much they are crazy they are kaiju you know that makes sense because i'm pretty sure michael boulet goes into hiding just until christmas time anyways yeah i mean honestly <laughs> yes <laughs> you're not wrong he does like he's like the groundhog for christmas he just pops his head out if there's a shadow there's a christmas album if there's not none. um but yeah let's talk let's go from lore and let's talk about the stat block this stat block is a lot of fun <laughs> So, oh, dude, it's so good. First of all, doesn't speak common. Naturally, yeah, yeah. Let's just get yeah, that out that's of the way. Fine. Yeah. <coughs> Oof. Um. So let's go from top down. So the boule is a large monster. It has no alignment because boules got to do what boules got to do. They're not evil. They're not good. They just. I, I don't know if they're chasing down halflings, bro. That's that's not unaligned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. I mean that. You're <laughs> no. right. That is like. 
they could be chasing down anything, but they are like feel joy in chasing down lump halflings. I feel like that might be a little evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, they I mean... have their CR five, so let's get that out of the way first. They have an armor class of seventeen, hit points of ninety four. And then their speed is 40 feet normal, then burrow 40 feet. Um, and yeah, let's. Uh, what do you guys, let, let's, uh, let's do this how we Crazy. normally do that. What do you guys see here that really pops out first? Uh, 80, 80 feet movement speed? Hell yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Especially for how big it is. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's it very resilient. So it's got, like, a high con modifier. So you'd and think, it, like, some, it would be bulky. It can jump on top of its. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's. Well, we ain't got that far yet. Yeah. Let's not get that. That is, like, the coolest part of the boule. Um, But yeah, it, so its ability scores, it doesn't have high in- intelligence or charisma, but it has insanely high con and strength. Um, so, plus four in strength, plus five in con, minus four in int, minus three in charisma, and then we got zeros in dex and wisdom. Um, it has a perception in of six. I mean, it has a perception of plus six. So, it's actually pretty perceptive. Um, it has dark vision and tremor sense up to 60 feet, and a passive perception up to 16. So, even with, like, a low wisdom, like, not low, but, like, a very average wisdom, they are still very perceptive. Um, but yeah, do you guys want to talk about what makes these things really cool? Yes. Yeah. Someone take it away. Go for it. All right, Shane, you seem excited about oh, it. Oh no, I was hoping you'd do it. I'm ready to hear <laughs> about it, not talk about it. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to gladly take that offer. So imagine the entire scenario I explained at the beginning of this podcast, where you're at this concert for Michael Buble and out comes this massive armadillo turtle snapping iron fucker (laughs) and instead of running you down it instead leaps a solid 15 feet in the air and lunges a good old 30 feet at you from a standing position and absolutely stomps your ass into the ground and you just get flattened like a flapjack Underneath this behemoth of a beast. And you know, the artwork of the creature doesn't even show the bottom half because it's coming out of the ground. So not only... This is an all-terrain vehicle, okay? Not (laughs) only can it run, it can burrow, and apparently it can fucking fly. Like, this thing does everything. (laughs) Yeah, so... It has a standing leap. This is with it doesn't have to be running or like walking or anything. It has a standing leap where it can long jump up to 30 feet from being stationary <laughs> and also high jump up to 15 feet with or without a running start. It's a rocket. It's a literal <laughs> torpedo. It just does what it wants. It's a bullet. It's a bullet. It's, it's a, a bullet. bullet. <laughs> um yeah, so it has crazy movement. It can jump and like the lore says, like it goes jaws on creatures. Like it could be so deep underground, and then just like out of nowhere, just it rockets out of the ground and just chomps on the halfling in your party. Oh, oh man, that sounds like so much fun, right? Um, <laughs> and its bite is nothing to like laugh at. It is four d twelve plus four. That's a lot. That's 
An, uh, yeah, an average a of like minimum 30-ish. of eight. Yeah. Uh, oh, minimum. I'll say. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean eight? If you if you, <laughs> yeah, roll, all, if you oh. roll all ones, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True, that's true. That's true. Um. So like. It, it does a lot of damage with a spite, which makes sense. But I think the most impressive and the coolest part of the boule is its second action it can take. And that is its deadly leap. And that is an action that you can use if the boule jumps at least 15 feet as part of its movements. It can then land on creatures or the party and make them make dexterity saving throws. A strength or dexterity saving throws. Or be knocked prone and take bludgeoning and slashing damage. So, it doesn't do as much as the bite, but this thing is large, so it can land up to f- four of your par- land onto four of your party mates. And then if you get knocked prone, it can bite mm-hmm. you. And if uh if either of those, well, if the knockdown happens to take you to zero, like you're probably dead. Imagine you're a plump little halfling at that point, because that's what's about to happen to you. Because if you're prone and he attacks you, you're pretty, you're pretty done. You've become a cook's pork chop in Minecraft as he just. Absolutely. (laughs) The only thing that I think is missing from the stat block that is not even really missing. It'd be just a little bit to add on more to it, which you would have to make its challenge rating higher. I wish it had the Bahir's Swallow ability. Yeah. Like, because then that would be the iconic Jaws moment. Like, he comes out of the ground and swallows Mm -hmm. one of your party members. It's large. It's big enough, too. True. Um, yeah, does anyone else have anything else to say about its stat block? Um, I mean, it's got a nice wisdom score of ten for this creature. I mean, that's that's yeah. usually higher than you would expect out of these. Yeah, yeah, very perceptive. Why it really? Yeah, know which one of yeah. these halfling? Yeah, <laughs> really, it is. I mean, that's funny. Yeah, that so sixty foot tremor, feet tremor sense is pretty large tremor sense, and like a passive perception of sixteen is also pretty high that's for like pretty a good. Yeah, yeah, monster is a graboid. Yeah, I, I it think is. This, yeah, I'm this is what I think of. It really, is. it, it can I, like, it literally has it in the name. Tremor sense. It's there. It's everything. <laughs> Tremor, sense, sir. Bert Gummer, save me! <laughs> oh my god. I think it's got a very a solid block for having Looking like tremors. Yeah, very oh. minimal stuff on it. Yeah. You know, it it's, is. it's it's kind of a, a I don't want to say lackluster, but it is a very bare bones stat block, right? It, yep. it has two attacks, one ability, and that's it. And then it's just stats. Yep. But uh, yeah, I think it. I think it's just a solid overall good meaty blockhead to throw at your party. Absolutely, it it, it knows what it's strong at. It doesn't. Like I said, it could use like swallow, but like that's just like flight added on stuff to it that you can add on easily. Like mm-hmm. the stat block as it is is good. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It is. It, it is a lot of room for growth. Yes, exactly. And it is an exciting fight because what other monster is going to be 
torpedoing out of the ground at your party to try to really? eat them and smash them. There isn't really mm-hmm. another monster like this. No. Um, other than maybe, maybe the like purple, purple worm. worm. Yeah, yeah purple worm. But I don't think <laughs> like the purple. Fun. Yeah, the thing is, like purple worms have to be in the ground. This thing can just yeah. chase you across the field. Mm-hmm. It still has forty it's movement speed. Yeah. Fly. It just yeah. flies after you. <laughs> that is true. It... Oh, you could like um, <laughs> maybe a wisp. Speed is yeah. The thirty feet jump speed is like more fly speed than some of the creatures we've covered that have fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So imagine, like, someone taking this creature and, like, in a, I don't know, we'll say cyberpunk scenario, and oh modifies its legs to be <laughs> no. rockets. <laughs> Ooh. Don't give them ideas. You a literal bullet. Put out, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this affect you, Andy. <laughs> All right, so let's that block. Let's move. Let's get on and actually like talk about how we would use it because I think uh, we all have some ideas. Because I, I love. I think those I things. just answered that. I mean, you did. <laughs> yes, it's like, really good. I mean, I'm going to use that. Um, so for those who are new here, the last part of the episode is us going through the three aspects of Dungeons and Dragons: social exploration and combat, and uh, talking about how we would use them these creatures in those scenarios within our own games then we wrap it all up with putting our own spin on the creature and then we get out of here so let's start with social how would we use these creatures in an adventure or story and what happens if your party runs into them so uh, gladiator fighting pit yes you get thrown into like an iron cage with a sandy bottom and the thing comes out underneath right like you go to some barbaric fucking civilization they're like, mm, yes, we'll listen to you, adventurers, but first you must prove your worth and fight our beast and, like, throw you in the pit, right? And then the I think ground that'd begins be fun. to shake. And mm-hmm. you're just standing there like, where is it? And then the ground erupts. All, the, all the walls cool, like... start vibrating. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole crowd is chanting, look up, look up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> look up and it comes from underneath. i mean definitely this is definitely a monstrosity that like would definitely be in like some kind of exotic coliseum or like Mm -hmm. the beast like just thought of like running with the bulls running with the boules running with (laughs) yes that's fantastic it's like like them actually running on land they're like swimming (laughs) through the road and you just like (laughs) once every 10 years the boule run the streets A dwarven tradition uh, <laughs> not in the yes. mines. Uh, what were you going to say, Davis? Oh, definitely for an adventure using these, uh, like, ma- make an adventure that basically follows the plot of Tremors. Yeah, I was going to say, Shane and Davis, yeah, you want to describe what Tremors is? Think of. For those who um, haven't seen Tremors, this, you either this is want it. to explain what... Kevin oh Bacon, God. Hillbilly Arnold Schwarzenegger, Square up with a Best bunch description. of boules. <laughs> in a small uh, Texas town. I, I think there's yeah. only one. There's only one in the first one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, like so basically, yeah, you, you have like this scientist, you know, like this uh, wizard or something studying creatures in the area or whatever. I don't know. And then you just build this uh, investigation up, you know, like some kid got like ate up. Like, the body's just missing. There's a hole yeah. in the ground. Nobody's like... Everybody's like, what the hell is happening? So, I don't know. Call upon some uh, 
get your party to be like, I don't know, if your party is like the handyman of the town. Passing through this podunk town. <laughs> yeah, wanting to get out and all of a sudden everything around them just goes wrong. You, they can't get out, you know, and then they're yeah. stuck in the town with this scientist somehow. I don't know, but you can you can link it up. You fill in the blanks. You fill in the blanks, but basically... <laughs> Just have the whole town fight this one boule. Have everyone like super low level adventure. You know, maybe like uh, some some encounters. You don't fully kill it. You know, you weaken it throughout like the adventures. Because like I don't know, it's a pretty it it could kill a level one party very easily or oh, a level easily. two party very easily. easily. So like maybe uh, stretch out the encounters with this one beast this entire time if you want to run a very simple adventure. But yeah, yeah, I actually I love that. Like that's yeah. also what I thought of too when I was researching this. I was like, you can make a Tremors adventure with this. <laughs> yes. Get yes. them in a get them in a town and just have like yeah, someone go missing. Um, yeah, the adventures write themselves for the boule. Someone goes missing. There's holes in the ground. Um, in in this lore, it says that people think these go extinct all the time. So you could have it in your world that boules haven't been seen for like a centuries, and then yeah. people don't know what these holes are, and then there's something under the ground, and the, like, or maybe like people think it's earthquakes or anything or, like that. Uh, tremors or tremors. <laughs> <laughs> go watch tremors, everyone. Um, Do how it. many are there now? There's like. Seven, right? Five for Tremors. I think the yeah. I think there's Tremors a, five just came out last yeah, month. I was gonna say there's a new yeah. one that just came out, right? Yeah, this uh hashtag no ad. It's flying. I think <laughs> they're like flying graboids. I don't know. Yeah, and I one of them know. they were frozen. Honestly, like the first yeah. three were really good, and then it kind of it turned into like shark. that cheesy like like Tropic Thunder type stereotype of uh like action hero. Like they Bert Gummer basically became the face of the Bert, <laughs> the franchise. Um, yeah. Just when you and thought then... Kevin Bacon was gonna be in the sequel, exactly. no, you got Bert instead. <laughs> yeah, you got Bert and Hillbilly Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my but yeah, god. the great adventures. These I mean Coliseums, they're good monster of the weak adventures, trying to find out what ancient being is terrorizing a town. Um normally in social we talk about like can your party socially interact with the creature no no yeah, really this is another one where your social no. interaction comes from like the people that the are quest givers yeah yeah, yeah that's for a sure. big two on a boule's intelligence so there ain't no social <laughs> one going on I, I would love to see a druid try to speak to a boule though because it doesn't oh yeah <laughs> like that would be because it's not an animal it's a monstrosity so <laughs> just like <laughs> It would be fantastic. Um, so let's move on. Exploration. What kind of landscape might the monster be found in? Does it have a favorite terrain? And what type of fantastical locations could we create? So obviously its favorite landscape is a small Texas town where there's nothing around it. Um, <laughs> Called Perfection. <laughs> perfection, Texas. Perfection. <laughs> but um, what, what kind of land... Let's talk about it. What kind of landscape could we find these creatures in? I think, I, honestly, like pretty much anything. I was going to say, I think this is another one where, yeah. like, as we've been talking about this, in my head, I've just been plucking this thing from environment to environment, and everywhere I put it, it's kind of sweet. Yeah. Right? In the desert, it's kind of... It made me immediately think of, like, the giant, nasty sandworm from Beetlejuice. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that like, thing that scared me. Really cool. Yeah. Or of course, you know, the quiet Texas town. Um, <laughs> but like in the water, like you said, Jaws, like the the beast under the sea, like that is totally applicable. Mm-hmm. I think like in a jungle temple would be really cool if it were like all grown over with leaves and vines. Kind of like yeah. uh, Shadow of the Colossus or something. I don't know why I'm giving Absolutely. you pop culture references. This is where my head keeps going. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's a good place pretty... to pull from. Like, if you're a DM, you, you don't have time yeah, to, like, come up with a Create your own stuff. story. Yeah. No, absolutely. Always yeah. pull from pop culture. And I mean, yeah. the boule was created from Hong Kong and Japanese kaiju True. toys. So that's True. as Even pop like culture as you get. one could be really awesome. Yeah. Be, like, yeah. Trolling. I guess it, it's, not, uh, it's not fireproof or anything. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but I mean, you could make it fireproof. Oh. You could, you could do so much. You with could this. do much. Uh, Shane, tell me kinda... anything you put your mind to. Did I tell you guys? Um, in Elden Regions, the town you're going to is perfection. Elden Reaches. Is it really? Are you serious? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It is now. Though. <laughs> it is now. Though. Oh man. We're we're going through tremors. Oh, um, but honestly, yeah, favorite terrain as long as there is ground. <laughs> it's gonna be there like it says it has a 30 mile hunting ground that's crazy it it has a 30 mile hunting like it's hunting territory is 30 miles i missed that yeah it's so it's it's there's entire deserts entire like land masses that are just like don't you don't want to go there (laughs) like it's just (laughs) desolate land we're talking radius or diameter um, let's see. It says specifically. It says I would I assume oh, the, uh, Boy has no layer, but Rome's a hunting territory up to 30 miles wide. Okay. So, so a radius of 15 miles from the center. Yeah, which is crazy. That's a large amount of land where nothing can be built, because if you build stuff there, the boule is just going oh, to no. mon- monster truck it over. <laughs> Wrong. If anyone wants a good... <laughs> if anyone what wants is the right way to say it? Monster truck. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm sorry. It just I don't hear the difference. You're, it's um, a monster. Right. A truck is truck. always just oh, a God. truck until it's you make truck. it a monster truck. <laughs> And this a monstrosity truck. Exactly. Yes, the bully is yeah, exactly. Um fantastical locations, so oh, ruins. I would love to see this thing in like the Feywild or something. So sorry to interrupt yeah. you. The ethereal plane, the ethereal sea. Oh god. <laughs> the um, astral sea, it's literally the just astral flying. sea. Yes. Um going lava. from like island to island. Yeah. Yeah, lava. Any of the Ooh. elemental planes. Uh, could there there could just be an elemental boule of fire, an elemental yeah, boule of water. <laughs> um, yeah. And for a fantastical idea, I just had you could have maybe your adventurers go into a dungeon that looks like these large holes dug under the earth, and maybe like dwarves or some other race colonized it and turned it into a city and stuff. But no one lives there anymore. Maybe because these were like made by ancient boule. Okay, let me rephrase this. The party has to go to a city that has been abandoned in the mountains. Um, the people who made the city built them in these old ancient 
monster holes that are no longer there until the boules come back from sleeping for centuries and then they find out that they're actually living in a boule nest and Ooh. that's the fantastical location a city but you're being attacked that's by boules that's yeah. pretty cool i like that it's kind of like a whole dungeon of boule tunnels yes which would be sweet um and then let's talk about combat so we we talked about combat a lot i want i i think as a dm the way this encounter would start is boule out of nowhere from the tight ropes um bursting out of ground <laughs> <the> turnbuckle <laughs> yeah a boule bunches bursts out of ground does its flying leap and lands on the party and that is how it that's first move <laughs> you want to know how my encounter would start if i would run yeah. out of my party yeah hold on let me prep for this Done. Done. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna stop right there. Copyright, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Honestly, absolutely. This thing is gonna try to get a sneak attack on you. It is gonna try to get a surprise round. It eat is going to. Lane. It's going to try to eat the half. Like honestly, normally I'm not like pr- don't prioritize players for picking a race or anything. But it's I mean, in the lore. Yeah. If you have a half leg <laughs> of the party, I mean. just... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Unlucky. Should have picked a different race, guy. If I you mean, didn't know I... about the boule, that's on you. They have the luck of a halfling. They'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know about your well. natural born hunter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to play a halfling now who has just has like super paranoid that a boule is always going to come up and eat him, even despite his location. That would be <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's yeah. an, that's their flaw. fear of boule. They're in a city, a train passes by, and the building begins to shake, and you just see him like jump on a table and like <laughs> duck, run for cover. Oh, that'd be so fun to play. <laughs> that'd um, be so fun. Every yeah, time so... the thunder rumbles. <laughs> oh my god. Absolutely. Like a dog the ta- on the 4th of July. The tactics on for this combat are easy. It doesn't have self-preservation. It just wants to eat. It lives yeah. to eat. So this thing is going fast. Another it is one. going to eat your party. It is not going to play smart. You know, I mean, I'll, here to go fast and eat ass. Exactly. Boulet is here to cause chaos and mayhem, and that is what it's doing. Not even intentionally. And yeah, anyone else have anything else to say about combat? Mm. Would you guys run this as like a solo thing, or like would you do multiple boules? Nah, solo. I think I don't depends think... on the level of the party. Yeah, if it's like a high level party, and I just really want to use a boule, I might do a couple, and maybe like a fun lead up, like some some traps mm-hmm. or yeah. throughout. Like I don't I don't really see any other creatures really hanging around where this thing hangs around but i do like the idea of it being somewhere that's hard to get yeah i mean uh-huh. like maybe the environment is super dangerous whittle away a little health on your way there with your high level party and then throw like a couple of these guys at them yeah i mean mm-hmm. even in its lore it says all creatures shun boules so nothing is going to want to live in its territory does all um, creatures include boules no that's a... no Oh, wait, actually, all creatures shun boules, which treat anything that moves as food, even other predators and boules. Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking they were very solitary. It like, seems that way. 
So maybe so, I oh, don't. They only run. come together to mate. So yeah, unless Ooh. unless you're, I feel like unless you're going towards a nest, maybe they're like protecting yeah. their brood. Oh yeah, okay. How do you think their mating practices would be? Like what? I don't want to know. On the next episode, survival check. They both <laughs> dive thirty feet at each other, and that's how boule babies are made. They just hang oh. until it's over. Yeah, they exactly. both leap, you know, thirty feet away and collide mid-flight. And then after the dust settles when they land, there's just a baby on the ground. It's right? just a baby. Oh my god. They are they take a snapping turtle and an armadillo and get some tea okay. maker. No. <laughs> my um, god. So yeah, let's let's wrap this up. Let's talk about how we could put our own spin on these creature creatures. Does anyone want to go first? Sure. Hit so, me with it. I'm currently running an Icewind Dale campaign. And I think making this into an ice version of that, like a, make it to like a, a, a northern hemisphere style boule, um, give it like, you know, instead of like iron hide, you know, give it like ice hide um, and really exemplify the fear aspect of it. Right. Because like it's like a jokes aside, like this has been a very fun and funny conversation we're having related to tremors but if this thing was real oh it would it wouldn't be funny it would not be fun no. you would no. you would by no means want to be near this thing Mm-mm. it's a literal living car that is bred <sighs> to get into car accidents right like that's what it's that's what it's meant to do a monstrosity right? truck <laughs> towns. right so with this being um in like you know like a, the icewind dale setting and a hunting ground of 30 feet, like a lot of the area is just like natural, like openness. And you could just like have the party cross over the threshold and just be like, you start to realize that there's no signs of life. Like, I know it's like a dark and decrepit winter, but generally there was some kind of fauna, maybe a bird or two every now and then. But it is just mm-hmm. desolate after the last few miles. And then like you think you see the snow move. Oh, God. Like the ground as it's like burrowing nearby, and it is just stalking your prey, stalking the party. I think it'd be a really cool man. Cool that's fight. yeah, yes. that's a good way to like build suspense if you're like tired of just like constantly just throwing you know monsters at your party. You know, that's like yeah, absolutely. good atmosphere. Absolutely, this is a very atmospheric creature because its hunting ground is going to look very specific to it. It's going to look very dissolute. Um, it's going desolate. It's gonna look um, it's gonna the ground is going to shake before it appears. <laughs> so that's always oh, yeah. fun. Um, yeah, yeah. you could say that like weird. It, every tree you've run into has been toppled. <laughs> yeah, ah, then, everything's everything's uprooted. Weird. Best part of that as a party, I would like start looking into the sky or like looking to the horizon for like a very giant creature, not knowing that it was actually coming from underneath you. Mm-hmm. He's like, You see a bunch of t- trees toppled, you're like, Oh my god, it's a T Rex, but <laughs> but it's but it's not the T Rex can now dig underground. Um, yeah, um, me, me now, to have a Shane, how would you guys put me, twists on this me, thing? Me, me now. Go right. for it. Hear me you out. Now. You now. Hear, hear me out. <laughs> Let me set the scene for you. There's a... It's a, a hot teen, Texas uh, afternoon. A, no, 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 no. No, we're in the big city right after the homecoming game. <laughs> God damn it. 
<laughs> star quarterback breaks his leg, turns into the to the school nurse, knows the only solution to do is to take him to his scientist friend in town. So he takes the star quarterback to his scientist friend who says, the only solution solution is this here vial full of serum. And he pumps the college quarterback full of the serum and he morphs what? before his eyes <laughs> turning into uh, a pseudo turtle slash shark slash oh my god <laughs> is that the actual like street origins sharks. of street sharks <laughs> close but not that close um and uh right before the scientist's eyes this thing morphs into a uh living breathing boule which only wants to uh burrow and it, it kills the scientist and in order to uh exact revenge it burrows underground and becomes a street shark <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Amazing. I think oh, the yeah, actual God. origins is they're four bros football players. <laughs> I don't think there's an injury in play, but there's definitely a scientist in play. Yeah, I didn't know we watched we watched Street Checks, I think. <laughs> All right, oh. Thomas. Oh my god. That's that's uh Gonna be hard there to I was in well, Perfection, Texas. Okay, well, <laughs> spoil it now, but I think everyone knows where this is going. Um, your party's bored, you know, like they let you know, like, hey, uh, we don't really know what we want to do. It's kind of like that weird, awkward time in between like adventures. So you're like, you have to throw a hook at them. So they go to the bounty board on this one piece of paper, one word frantically written. Tremors! <laughs> <laughs> title card! Exclamation point. Yes, exact title card. Uh, yeah, and then on the back it says directions. Follow road until it ends. <laughs> and then that's... You'll, you'll be there's there. just like an arrow pointing <clears throat> to yeah. the road right next to the bulletin board. Yeah. yeah. That way, keep going, don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> and when you look, it's a dusty road and a tumbleweed slowly Where the hell does this road yes. end? Sawyer Maybe. Ranch? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, and then maybe like on the way there, they encounter something weird, like maybe during like uh when they're setting up camp, you know, like some crazy, like they hear, they feel rumbling, you know, yeah. and then like uh, like something shoots out of the ground, some worm like thing with a mouth at the end, uh, grabs some uh, party mate's leg, you know, and uh. A halfling, maybe, <laughs> just to get a little taste. You know, this boulet <laughs> is a little bit. It's a little bit more sophisticated. You know, it wants it wants to make bougie. Sh- bougie, yes, a bougie boulet. And uh, yeah, uh, and then like maybe just don't have the boulet show up for a while, and then they show up at the town. You know, obviously. Maybe some disturbances in the soil. Town's obviously frightened. Rendition of Tremors, Tevis. But I would I would like to throw out a little caveat to the entire story. You said just one 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 subtle change, right? Kevin During Kevin. the camp when like overnight when they're 
waiting and instead of it like popping out and taking a nibble at one of them make it sound like thunders outside and just have them roll mm. perception checks right like okay, you know okay zero to ten nothing ten to twenty it's on there's thunder outside rolling thunder clouds wow crazy uh 20 and up like something sounds like thunder but it's not raining you go outside and you just see a toppled tree next to your campsite shit Ooh. okay okay i like that, I like that. It, it leads to the monster and it gives you the party a little bit more to like gives to like know what's going on which i always i always appreciate yeah um, yeah very good i'm writing it down as we speak hell yeah <laughs> all right so i got a couple of ideas so Excited. i'm gonna start from smallest and then go to largest idea so smallest <laughs> idea um we're going right. to talk about we're going to go back to cyberpunk um, I do like Rocket Boule. That sounds awesome. But this doesn't even have to be cyberpunk. This could just be an artificer's building. You could reflavor the Boule as some type of, like, maybe mechanical... Wait, wait I'm sorry. Would you call it an RPB instead of an RPG? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Rocket propelled Boule. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes amazing absolutely so all right sorry continue <laughs> no that's fantastic i love it um so there's a mechanical digging machine that has four legs for some reason maybe the artificer only knows how to build animals um, um and on the work site it gets short-circuited or corrupted or something and instead of like an actual boule monstrosity you're fighting you're now fighting a construct that is like a machine gun crazy which um would be an interesting twist on it and it could be you can make it more machine like it could also it could be like uh shit what's that stephen king book gary no the the, the one the with the car one? yeah the, the cars car. it is, also has oh, a name christine oh christine is it christine it's christine it's is it christine. the self-driving cars is that yeah. the one you're talking about yeah you could do Actually, I'm gonna. Oh, I don't know it. the name of the book, but you, there was a movie. Yes, I think it's Christine or something okay, like that. Okay, it, um, it is Christine. You oh. you could make a self-driving car a bu- and just use the boule step block to make it have like hydraulics. That's oh, like, dude, that is sweet. Just change the oh, bike into a that? slam. Are you talking about the 1986 Maximum Overdrive? No, but that's another one. <laughs> oh, no, isn't that? Okay. Stephen King Directed has something Stephen where... King, when I was, yeah. you know, Stephen King that. has a lot of cars that kill people in his movies and books because okay, Misery also especially talking about the 1983 classic, Christine. Okay. <laughs> yes, a good he movie. looked it up. He's like, date when <laughs> Christine came out. <laughs> um, so that's the first idea. Some kind of mechanical thing. It could even be a car. It could be a monster truck. Woo, oh wow he did it he, we converted him. i did it i did it um second we take we go to the seas the oceans as a man who has lost his arm chases the great great white whale because we don't have a whale in the monster oh. manual just change that burrow to swim speed and this yeah. is just a really big whale I like, like yeah. it's, it's very mediocre and it's not fantastical or not but if you want to have a giant like <laughs> Moby Dick type adventure. The boule could thing, be turned into a whale. This thing Look, could definitely hold its own in the open seas. Yeah. If if Even you out. want a Moby Dick styled adventure, you just have to look outside the monster manual in a different published D and D book. It no, exists. It's, it's, it's out there. 
there's there's a there's a great whale in Icewind Dale. Oh, is there? Really? Another plug. <laughs> Another plug. Right, We're not being paid. Though. <laughs> oh, this episode then... sponsored by Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah, um, right. oh, and God. then the last one. Uh, my idea is let's let's take this back to the plastic toys. You're in. Let's go back to the same city that we were just in for Shane's idea. You're all sitting around. It's, for some reason, everything's in black and white now. I don't understand why, but it is. Everything's black and white. You're all sitting around, and then just goosh, goosh, goosh. The city begins to shake. You have the water. Yeah, and you look out over the city skyline, and instead of the Tarrasque, instead of Godzilla, you Holy see a boule flying through the air but it's gargantuan it's like half the size of the city and it's flying oh through the air and just out of nowhere ultraman appears but ultraman isn't a thing it's actually a warforged titan which is also a giant thing and the party is piloting the warforged titan and we have a kaiju battle over oh a my city god it's pacific rim <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> just turn this thing into an actual kaiju make it big i mean oh. now that i know that like the owlbear the rust monster the umber hulk and the boule are all come from kaiju backgrounds i just want to make them all really big and give the party a warforged titan which is an actual thing in the eberron book which is um, crazy huge and just have them fight it out <laughs> wow. or like have a giant kaiju sized boule that was ancient that is like slowly making its way towards the city and like have your like very high level party try to find a way to stop it before it gets to the city and destroys it man what if there what if there was like a highly militarized continent that just like had a super intelligent scientist right that knew about the boule and he was just like all right here's the deal country of mine that's highly militarized i need you to go find all the boules find as many as you can so they bring them all over they minecraft it up they just feed them a shitload of golden carrots and they and they breed and they make a bunch of boules and then uh similar to uh oh my gosh what was the other uh creature that we operated on that was used as a a military unit (laughs) i was just thinking like you could a military a military you could militarize this and launch boules at um yeah you have a giant cannon but instead of firing cannonballs you have you fire rpg this thing is called it, its origins are in the name bullet use it like a bullet that is so true yes put it in a gun and um, launch it at your foes <laughs> level 20 artificer ammunition maybe Ooh. <laughs> it'd be fun to also give your party like a baby boule as the companion. Ooh, <laughs> and, I like that. And I just turn yeah. on them because Don't it doesn't give a fuck. Then it will <laughs> grow up and eat them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Some like sketchy ass vendor at like a festival or something selling yeah. like, like give animals. Give like, them yeah. all signs <laughs> yeah. that it is going to try to eat them when it's big enough. Don't let that yes. be a secret. And then turn on them after the party fucking gets attached to this thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just 100%. had another idea, but I, I lost it. So we're not going to go with it. It could be. I don't know. These things are just so funny. They're so Eberron funny. airships with automatic boule firing guns. Yes. Um, <laughs> weaponized boule are hilarious. 
Um, honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's all I really have to say about it. If I can remember during the outro, what I was going to say, I'll, I'll rem- say it. But that's yeah, I, it. And anything, any last words on the boule? Yeah, this this episode got really out of hand really quick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I knew it was going to. It's <laughs> Mr. Boule looking forward to the upcoming album. Can't wait. <laughs> gonna be a banger. <laughs> absolutely, um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a chomper. And definitely, definitely name a boule Michael Boule Michael, so you can have Michael Boule. They're hunting Michael. It's Boulay. my Michael Boule. <laughs> it's my Michael Boule. Do that pun. That pun is fantastic. Great. Um, damn, I had an. I can't. I'll say that's fine. Um, but yeah, that is our boule episode. That was one of the more fun. The last two episodes yeah. have been incredibly yeah. fun. The boogie Elite man, that is the bugbear. And yeah, the bullet that is the boule, <clears throat> and I mean the blights were also cool vampire trees, like the bees. We when we ta- were talking about the bees, we were the talk. We were yeah. Hitting, and like... next week's not slowing down at all. Yeah, like we got the what? last bee <laughs> in this book, the, the bully bug. bug, and it's a the neutral evil bug. frog. Yeah, <laughs> I love bully just, bug. There's so much you yeah. can do. So just a recap of the bees: we have banshees. So sweet, super cool killers. We have the basilisk, really lazy stone making lizards, the Bahir dragon killers, the beholders, which we could have done an entire podcast about. There's so many of them. Um, blights, which I think are still the most metal creature in the monster manual that are literally trees made from the vampire, vampiric. The, the stake that killed the most evil vampire, bugbears, which are just the boogeymen, and now kaiju bullets. Um, but yeah, that's it for the bullet, boule, bullet, bullets, boule, French, oh, 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 boule. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> um, and next week we have the bullywug, bullywug, which is. I'm just going to read the first sentence just so everyone's ready for it. Um, life as a bullywug is nasty, brutish, and wet. So we got to talk about them next Ooh. week. Uh, They're neutral evil frog people, which is going to be fun. Um, but as always, let's do some plugs and let's get out of here. Shane? I'm always first. Yeah, it's a thing now. You can catch me live at twitch.tv slash bringtheshane, and I'm on Twitter at at Train. I just remembered what I was going to say, so we're going to stop plugs for a little bit and rewind. Okay, so something that I just remembered because I looked at the page and read words. Some sages believe that boule is a result of Mad Wizard's experiments as cross-breeding snapping turtles and armadillos with infusions of demon ichor. You know where there's a lot of demon ichor? Avernus. You know oh, where there it. needs to be boules. No, oh, no, 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 you're Stop wrong. It. You're Stop wrong. It. I think we could take it. It's only CR5. We'd be all right. I. But the the great thing, too, is like there's so many infernal war machines in Avernus. So you could be just driving your war machine and then just next to you, just the ground just and then just it's just like you're fighting a giant shark in the ocean, oh but it's gosh. in Avernus. Um, all right, back to plugs. That's all I, I remembered what I was going to say. Um, Anderson, Tevis? You can catch me live at twitch.tv slash bring the shame. <laughs> oh, did he not say that? My bad. <laughs> no, no I, this is the second time he said that. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I could he do just it had to plug again, you know? 
All right. I yeah. 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 I can do it cooler. Uh, you can catch me like here for all D and D podcasts uh, related to survival check. I also am a part of a streamed game online at twitch.tv slash 20 or die. That's spelled two zero, not the actual spelling of 20. Uh, we play a Greek themed Odyssey campaign and it's super fun and very talkative. So if you're into heavy RP, come check us out. Tuesday nights, oh, yeah. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, you can very rarely catch me at twitch.tv slash Tevasar with two R's. But I think I'm planning on uh, streaming a little bit more. Uh, uh, I think I've gotten back into drawing. So if you like drawing streams. Hell yeah, that'll be awesome. Join in. Uh, probably be in the morning. But yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. And you can find my stuff at twitch.tv slash farmgoat. Or you can even go to my YouTube channel, which is Farm Goat Plays. I am currently doing 12 Christmas movies, 12 reviews of Christmas movies from now till December 25th. So if you want to hear takes on probably your favorite Christmas movies and me maybe possibly making fun of them, um, go to them. I also have some sincere takes on them. Um, you can go to that YouTube channel. You can also find me and Shane playing a bunch of games together. And my God, are we not good at it? But we are funny. <laughs> um and for the show you can find us on anywhere podcasts can be listened to except itunes apple i emailed you get Fuck back you, to apple. me <laughs> please um the youtube videos i showed you my podcast please respond yes i showed you my podcast please respond um the youtube videos are kind of on a hiatus right now just because i'm doing a lot of other video editing um for my channel and i mean i i think more people listen to it than watch but those will be coming back soon so Look forward to that. You can also find us on Twitter at Survival Check, Instagram at Survival Check Show. I've been posting a little bit more on that, um, asking people about the monsters we cover. So I also really want to make a Michael Boulay album <laughs> cover that I'll probably post on our social media because that's mm, really please. funny. Yes. And uh, that's it. That is the show. Like I said, join us again next week as we talk about the Bullywog. It's the bully walk. It's the bully walk. The bully walk. I I am excited for the bully walk. I'm excited to round out the bees with a neutral evil frog. Um, but yeah, that's it. Be excellent to each other and stay safe during these crazy times. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.